Inside the Rink, brought to you in partnership with Inside the Rink. Inside the Rink is your one-stop shop for all NHL news, insight, and analysis. You can follow them on Twitter at Inside underscore the underscore rink. I'll be your host, Clifton Ramey, and with my co-host, Chase Pafia. How are you doing, my man? What's up, Cliffy? How was the weekend, buddy? Did you do anything uh, exciting? No, just chilled, just chilled. Same thing, different news. Uh, Watched a bunch of hockey, which we'll jump into after a quick word from our sponsor. A quick word from our show sponsor and friends of Inside the Rink, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year of live betting. Sign up for BetUS.com, B-E-T-U-S. Dot com with promo code RINK for our 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK, R-I-N-K, for your 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven main stay in the industry. Bet U.S. You bet, you win, you get paid. Bet U.S. Um, Dude, exciting day. A lot going on in the NHL, uh, including the Hawks. Just gonna break in here real quick. Um, this podcast was recorded prior to the Florida Panthers Chicago Blackhawks game. Unfortunately, we were unable to get it out before that game was out. Um, so I'm gonna jump in here and recap that very quickly. Chicago won four to two over the Florida Panthers. Taylor Radish would get a nice little chip pass from Tyler Johnson and just bury this rocket on the power play. High short side for the one-nothing lead. Then Anthony Anasiu would break down the boards, go behind the net, pull a little Gretzky, slow up, find Kane wide open, sitting on the dot. He would just bury the next one, get his first of the year. Really happy to see Patrick Kane get on the first of the year. And then later in the second period, Philip Kershev would take advantage of a hurt. Gustav Forsling make a beautiful goal and then be able to pull it backhand, forehand, top shelf, once again proving that he's playing on real He's been off to a great start, Philip Kershev. Florida would respond with two in the third to make it a 3-2 game. Jonathan Taze would work his ass off, though, to get the empty net. Anyone who wants to say he doesn't care, you're incorrect. That play right there shows it all. Now, as far as the rest of the pod, I still stand by my <clears throat> Kershev and AA flop. Um, I know that AA and Kaner seem to look better, but I just personally believe that Kershev is just showing more that I would rather give the young kids a look. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Richardson's really going to leave it there for a long time, and I think that's just kind of how it's going to be. But that's just kind of it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to jump in here, give a quick recap of that game, so that way you guys had a little more vibe on the team as we are now on not a three-game win streak, but a four-game win streak. And now we will break back into the pod. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the pod. Breaking in here again. Uh, of course, the Blackhawks decided to be super active while I'm in the middle of editing this pod, so I had to jump in here again. And Riley McKay was traded to the Laval Rockets for future considerations in the first of not one, not two, but three trades made by Kyle Davidson. Kyle Davidson would also go on to trade Nicholas Budan to the Montreal Canadiens for forward Cam Hillis. Um, and the other trade is Evan Barrett going to the Flyers organization for Cooper Zek. Um, the reason why I covered these really quick is they're all kind of just moves of players who weren't working out. I mean, it stinks that 
Udan, who was a first-round pick in 2018, didn't pan out. But, I mean, he just wasn't panning out. And Davidson kind of just moved all these guys back to their hometown teams, kind of where they're from. And these were all just trades, in my opinion, to be like, I'm a player's GM. I'm going to do right by my players. So it kind of opens the door maybe to, like, free agents or, like, the highly touted college-type prospect and stuff like that to kind of – come to Chicago and Davidson could be like, Hey, look, like I had these guys that they were struggling. They probably came to him and were like, Hey, we want to be moved. And he did the best and he moved them all to their hometown organizations. I mean, that's as good as it gets probably. So I don't, they're pretty all meh kind of moves. I don't think they do much. I don't think anything's going to affect the NHL roster. I think both of those players will stay in the minors. Future considerations will end up probably being nothing. Um, if like maybe like a seventh or I don't know, it'll probably just be irrelevant. So don't get any hopes up on that. Um, but yeah, and then the last thing we need to cover, Tyler Johnson did also get hurt in that Florida Panthers game. I didn't cover it earlier because I was hoping some breaking news would come out, but I'm about to be done with the pod. So uh, nothing has been updated on his injury as of yet. The Blackhawks do play tonight as I'm finishing up editing this podcast here early, early in the morning. Um, but I've yet to see anything on Tyler Johnson. Hopefully it's not too long-term. Uh, I haven't seen who they're going to call up. Uh, you could imagine it would either be Bobby or, um, Oh, I can't even think of his Reese Johnson, the future captain, according to Derek King. I apologize for hesitating on your name, Reese. But again, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the pod. Actually, something to talk about there. Uh, three game winner. Yeah, insane three games. And if you really break down in those three games, probably the most insane fact. They were down two to nothing in each of the three games. They have a shorthanded goal, at least in each of the three games, including an insane sequence where Sam Lafferty scored two in like a minute and a half versus the Sharks chase. Just insane. I mean, it's been fun to watch the Hawks this year. Um, What are your thoughts on it so far? Yeah, uh, solid. I did start watching uh, one game. Uh, I think it was a week and a half ago. I don't remember who they were playing exactly because it kind of turned it off pretty quick. Kane didn't look interested. Now, I haven't watched much else other than their highlights since then, but I did see the shorthanded goal spree. That's kind of sick. That helps out a lot going winning the special teams games. That that can win games. So seems like special teams have been solid for him so far. That's going to get you wins when you're capitalizing on the on the special teams game. Um, so it sounds like that boosts them a lot. This Jason Dickinson kid's solid, but uh, a lot of players that you didn't necessarily expect in the top kind of showing out early. Um, pleasant surprises with Lafferty Johnson and Dickinson in the top for the point getters. So as long as those guys continue to do their part and add free points for with, with special teams and, and them putting points on the board when your top guys can get hot, who knows, right? Maybe they do something crazy and find a way to get in playoffs and Bedard goes somewhere else. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I do have a bone to pick. I don't think Kane's look disinterested at all. Maybe frustrated, but not disinterested. I mean, he's goalless so far. 
Um, I think that's going to break soon. He's due. He's looked really good, in my opinion. Kane's played well. He's played with speed. Him and Domi seem to be kind of like clicking a little bit. I personally don't like Anthony Anasiu, who is officially nicknamed Double A. Um, I don't like Double A on that line that much. I just think that his speed's nice and everything, but he has, has no puck control. Just doesn't really play with any type of thought or any any predetermined notion. He just wants to put his head down, skate as fast as he possibly can. And he turns the puck over a lot, has zero finish, and there's just a kid that's been working his ass off in Philip Kurashev. I think Kurashev deserves the shot with Domi and Kane. I think that that line would do some damage. I think he would boost the value of everybody up, Kurashev, Domi, Kane. Um, but I just think that would be a better option than having Double A. Double A lost his head in the San Jose game, I believe, and took a 10-minute misconduct. He did land up having a penalty shot goal against Detroit, I believe. Um, but, I mean, overall, I just think he's been a little wacky and out of control for my likes. And I think that he can use a little bump down to maybe get him to shut his mouth. So and, who's who's he playing with right now? Who, right who now do they have with Kane and Dummy. Okay. Who uh, – the guy goes a million miles an hour, right? Like, so when, when you say he has no thought, he just plays fast and, and kind of free – and but he's got the speed to do it. Um, at a detriment, though. Uh, well, you said right. Kane's frustrated, frustrated, not disinterested. Well, frustration boils over, and for a guy who plays like him, it's it's he's gonna like he's gonna I take mean, a stupid call here if it's really if it's that frustrating, right? Nobody likes losing, but they're they're actually doing well. So, but I don't necessarily I know why these guys would be frustrated. I think he's frustrated because you try to make a pass to Anthony Anasiu, and then instead of trying to work his line mates into it, he just puts his head down, tries to barrel to his net, turns the puck over, and then it's three guys who are smaller, don't know how to play defense, and then now they're just chasing the puck. Maybe they're they being told, take the risk. Go be risky. I've watched We're okay Anthony, with I've watched Double A play enough that this is just his game. I don't hate it. I just don't think he should be playing on a line with Patrick Kane. Take him, put him with Tyler Johnson and well, Jonathan Tays yeah. and take Philip Kershev and put Philip well, Kershev and Max Domi. Like you can't have Max Domi who plays that kind of like I'm gonna put my head down to the net kind of game as well. You can't have two of those out there with Patrick Kane, who likes to slow the game down and likes to manipulate the game into his favor. And okay, but is it case. working? No. Generally, no. If you look at their points here, Anthony NCU's goal, it's a penalty shot goal. Max Domi, it's power play and it's overtime. So five on five play, they haven't really clicked and they haven't really put the puck in the net five on five. Yeah. So then uh, move a piece. Philip Kershaw. All right. Yeah, who knows what'll work. Sometimes I'll tell you what, dude. Sometimes I've I've even had like little sisters of kids who I I coach, and I'll be like walking into the game, and I'm like, I always say hi to the siblings, right? Like it's it's cool to see like you got a younger brother, uh, sister that's always at the rink, and they're such a little rink rat that they just like run. You know, the rink rats are right? just run around having a good old time, but for them to be there all the time. It's really cool to see like them support each other, but uh, I'll be walking in and be talking to them. And, and uh, some of them like that play hockey or even if they don't, I'm like, Oh, what'd you think of the game? What would you do? Right. And I've had them be like, or be like, Hey, who do you think should play together today? And they'll say three names and you're kind of look at it and you're like, yeah, it makes sense. Like it's hockey, right? Like anything could work. 
it's it's not necessarily the sport though yeah you move a piece and all of a sudden they all click and everything's clicking sometimes you move a piece off and you move a piece back and next thing you know the three pieces that were originally together start clicking yeah i'm I'm a big uh pair guy so i have like two players that i like to play that like to play together and go well together and then you kind of got guys who can move around and play different roles so I like to move things around a lot, right? And it's yeah, I agree. It yeah, doesn't and, hurt. And I think it doesn't if you look hurt. at that, I think that's a great example. You look at the Blackhawks too, they have kind of those pairs. Domi Kane have been paired together since they've been here. And Tyler Johnson and Jonathan Tays have paired together. So why not flop around the rest right. of the Right. So now which is great for them, because now you can bring in a young guy, right? And it goes for any team. A lot of teams have those pairs, right? And there's two guys who don't go together because they're both either the same style player or they are right. So you're mixing in playmakers with shooters and grinders with like, depending on what you're looking for in each line and what their strengths are, that's what you're looking for. And bear is the best way to do it. Cause there are guys who like to play together. There are guys who, who want to play together, want to use each other and they don't care who the third guy is, but it's somebody who's going to more than likely get them the puck. Right, because they those two guys want the pocket. I think Hawks fans know this the best. You look at Patrick Kane and Panarin, and Patrick Kane and Dabrinka. I mean, just some guys click. I mean, you can go through Calgary Flames fans are going to hate me. Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk were one of those kind of pairs. Nicholas Backstrom, Ovi. I know there's a lot of like high end pairings and names and stuff like that, but you can go back to the Hawks. You have Patrick Sharp with uh, Kane at times back in the day, and then uh, just whoever at center. You go Marion Hosa, Jonathan Taze, then paired up. I mean, it's just yeah, it just works, yeah. right? It just works. It's it's what you're going for. So now I got to ask. Tell me about your young guys. Tell me about what you think of the young guys. Tell me about your AHL guys that you're all hard about. Oh, Give I mean, me the breakdown. I mean, honestly, not much. Lucas Reichels look good in the AHL. Vlasic got sent down after his weird foot injury, which was either like an infection or something else like that. So we didn't really get a look. So honestly, as far as the young kids, there's nothing really to break down. So, I mean, Lucas Reichel's doing exactly what you expect down there. A couple goals already in the AHL, kind of dominating, but doing exactly where he left off. So it's nothing surprising. Um, the Frank Nazar news sucks that he's going to miss the majority and maybe the whole year, but it sounds like he should get back to the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lucas Reichel has been doing his thing. What do you think? Dude, I, so I just looked up his, uh, elite prospects. He's got six points in four games, right? So stud. It, yeah, it, it, it should be an like, NHL. Like, they're just keeping him down there. Well, and, and I'll tell you what, like I said earlier, it, it's okay. Right. He's down there. He's your top guy. He's touching the puck. He's playing in every situation. So when he does come to the NHL, cause he's clearly doing it, he's clearly dominating. Right. But. When he comes to the NHL, you want him to come when he can do it right away. And if that means leaving him in the AHL for a couple more games, for him to do another four games at this rate, he might get a look early if he does there. another two months and he gets crazy points. Up. Well, that could be, right? Like I said, it, it it all depends on him, but he can blow it up enough to where it's like, guys, we have to take him. Right, like, and I tell people all the time when you're trying out for a team, make the coach put I, you on. I know the team. that you think that that's the thing. I I'm truly convinced that Kyle Davidson just won't call him up. He just he could go on and score 15 goals and yeah, but I games. feel like he would say that he just wouldn't call him up. I think the Blackhawks. But why this. wouldn't they come out and say he's there till the deadline, or he's there for 
Because then you could take a drive out of the kid. If you leave the door open, the kid doesn't. Well, that's know what that. I'm saying. So what if the kid does things that it's like, okay, you got to take him. What if he puts up 10 points in the next four games? I think Kyle Davidson walks up and goes, I want to see you do it over 15. I think that's his way. And then the second he stumbles, he comes down and he goes, see, that's exactly why I didn't call you up. I just think Kyle Davidson clearly has a group. So he doesn't like him because he's German? No, I mean, maybe. I No, I just I just <laughs> think that Kyle Davidson has like a plan and it's, it's not playing any kids in the NHL on a team that's going to lose games. I know that the Blackhawks are quote-unquote in a playoff spot. This is being recorded at 3.16 Eastern Standard Time at 10.25, so don't hold us to this when you're listening to it. But they're just not a good team. They're battling really hard. And while I'm on my chair right here, I want to peach or preach for Luke Richardson and the job he's done. The aggressive PK has been fantastic. Four goals. This team's working their fucking ass off. There's no fucking quit. He's got this team rolling. Every, every player in the locker room is talking about the vibes are better. People are smiling. Luke Richardson is the dude. He's doing a fantastic job. It's everything you want to see in a coach that you're signed up for a rebuild. Well, Folks, he's, don't forget, he's, rebuilding still. He's player-friendly. He clearly he must do a great job with developing players because they wouldn't put a guy there that's not. And you, you talked about their aggressive PK. He's letting them have fun. Right. He's using a penalty kill like he should and saying, hey, there is an advantage to this. The other team is going to take risk when we get the puck. And go only have one defenseman on the ice. Right. So when when and it's same thing I tell my guys, when you get the puck and we have a free puck, our guy, our D has time to make a play. And the NHL guys need way less time than a U16 hockey player. I'll tell you that for free. But they get the puck, and when that guy has a free puck to make a strong play with, they just go. And then these guys are so good at flipping the puck with touch and or finding a guy in open ice with a hard rink-wide saucer pass. It sends a guy, and they're able to take risk. He's allowing them to risk a little bit, right? Go get your point, right? Play, play free. When we have the puck, have some fun. Go get some points. And... It's clearly working. I know a lot of people are going to get hung up too. You're going to look at percentages and they're at 76% and you would want that to be a little bit higher. You also have to understand that this team doesn't have the skill and the depth. Yeah, dude, it, don't even look into like the percent, but they have how many shorthanded goals? Four. So exactly. So at, that's got to add some because they're not giving up, but they're not accounting for the ones they're putting in, right? Well, I, that's, I think that a lot of it goes... For me, watching them is you see structure, which is something that hasn't been there in years. You see a team that's playing, organized, a PK that has a system. They're really aggressive in the neutral zone. They pressure you right when you get the puck. They don't sit back. They don't wait. It's going to have its ups and downs as people adjust. And, like, let's be honest, this Hawks team doesn't have the best players, and they're not the most responsible players, to say the least. Well, they're also all new to the coach. This right? is also So true, yeah. they're not even quite – everything he's asked them to do, it might be different than what they've done, so it's not quite first nature yet. So give them time. They're going to get better. And uh, I know that might not be what Chicago Blackhawks fans want to hear with the Bedard showcase, but uh, – they are. I, they have to get better. Now, will they sabotage the lineup and start getting AHL guys extra touches to, to get that pick? 
I don't know. We're going to find out. But you good with them? We can move on to the NHL, talk about some stuff going around the league or what? Um, did I go off on the whole I want to switch Anthony and see you and Curtis? I yeah, believe I did. Yeah. As long as that's in there, then, yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with the Hawks. Um, Last thing is they do play the Florida Panthers tonight. I know this will be coming out after, but for shits and gigs, let's throw out a prediction here. Um, I'm going to go 5-2 for the Panthers. Not one, but two goals from Patrick Kane tonight. You got 5-2 Panthers? Yeah. Um, They're in Chicago, and I think Chicago is a little excited right now. I think they're a little shocked. Were they yelling, we want the cup or we want Bedard, that one game they were losing? Detroit sucks. Detroit sucks. No, but they were yelling like we Detroit want the cup. Sucks. Are you sure? hundred percent. Holy it was, cow! It was because there, there was sadly enough Detroit fans in there that for like a split second you could hear "Let's go Red Wings" or whatever they do, or "Let's go Detroit" or whatever. Yeah, and so yeah. the Hawks fans responded with "Detroit sucks." Okay, well, sounded like we want the cup. That might be a bit aggressive, but um, moving on to the NHL. Couple hot surprises. So can I jump in here? Because yeah. I got I got one that I want to bring up. The one that's most most impressive to me is Rasmus Dahlin. Five goals in his first five games. To any fan in Buffalo that said this kid was a bust, you should not be praising him right now. You should be having your head, tuck your tail between your legs, and go apologize to this man, calling him a bust, because this kid's on real. He's a stud. Well, isn't it Stop funny? It. Isn't it funny how fans work? When your guy's buzzing, you love him. When he's not doing what you hoped he would do, you're all over his ass. And it's like, yeah, starting with Buffalo. I mean, the kids got five goals in five games. In the first five games, NHL record for D-men to start the season. Uh, but they were patient with him, right? And good on the GM and good on the coach. They got the kid his touches. They got him in the game. They got him his games. And now look at him, right? And so it's something that you're hoping that Chicago can do. But look at what they've done with this one player. And now they've brought pieces in that are solid. I think they're going to be a fantastic team. Um, And now they have confidence, right? You come into the first five games, you get some wins, and it's like, all right, we, we belong. It's not the start of here we go again. We're still where we were, like, and playing with confidence is huge, right? If if that team is playing with confidence, uh, watch out. They're going to surprise some people. So I know you just said it's not the start of, oh, it's this is happening again. They are 4-1. and one. They are off to a nice start. They do tend to do this, and they do tend to crumble. And that's my question, is does the typical complete crumble happen? Or is this team finally turned the bend, and are they going to slowly come back down to yeah, earth? Yeah, well, it's going to be so great that Buffalo fans are still excited that the future is here. It's not complete shit. We have hope. Rasmus Dahlin's here. Everyone's turning a corner. Yeah, we're going to – so it's going to be the same question we ask with uh, the surprise teams we're going to pull up here in the next couple minutes. It's going to be the same question. Can they continue to do this, right? And do they fizzle out? Do they, uh, does their cracks kind of show through? Is there weaker guys get exposed a bit? I don't know, right? Only time's going to tell, but 
they're proving they can do it, which is great. Can they continue to do it? That comes with the consistency factor. So everybody can have a hot start, um, but can, can you maintain it? Uh, and same team uh, or, or same, uh, same idea here with uh, Pittsburgh, right? Pitts off to a hot start. Uh, they're looking like the energized penguins. So Latang, Malkin, Crosby, are they all making that last push? Like, okay, let's do this, right? Like they're re-energized. They're excited that the three of them are still together. It's big to play with confidence and big to play when it's fun to come to the rink, when it's fun to show up with the boys and work hard. It's, it's, uh, you get results. So, um, can, but can they keep it up is the question. Um, I think I think so. I mean, they look pretty good to me. It's no one's too crazy jumps off the board for them up top. Uh, if anything, Gensel five points maybe jumps off really. But I mean, it's so early; it's hard to judge that. He's got three fucking goals, so like, it's hard to say. I I think that they're pretty good. They're maybe not as good as they say. I think they'll come a little down to earth. But I mean, you're talking five games, four one. They're a playoff team in the end. They're a decent team. Question is, do they get goaltending all year or does their goaltending fall off like it has in the past? Jari's off to an unreal start with a 9-2-3 save percentage and a 2-8-1 goals against average. And Casey Smith has the same save percentage. So maybe the team's just playing really well in front of them. I haven't watched too much Pittsburgh to really give you much. I think they're a good team and a playoff team ultimately. So it's not too crazy surprise. I just, I don't see this Metro division changing much. I know New York's going to get their way in there, but which team out of the top four right now, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Philly, Washington drop. It's probably going to be, well, it's going to be between Washington and Philly. You might think it's Philly, but Philly has the torts effect. So they're in the first year of torts, man. In the first year of torts, he's getting maximum results. Year two, he's getting 95% results. And year three is when the guys start to get tired of it or move on or it's working and they all embrace it. But he's tough. He's tough to play for in, in the expectation factor, but it's year one of the torts effect. So I don't see them dropping. He's going to stay on them to stay at this. I disagree with you. It's not the torts effect. It's called Carter Hart found his game and he's playing absolutely unreal right now. And it's not going to stay this. So way. here, here's what There's I no chance. Here's nine, four, nine, save percentage chase. You don't think he stays at that? No way. Ain't no damn way in hell. He's staying at a nine, four, nine, save percentage. Ain't so no here's, way. here's what I hate. I hate when people say, and I think he can. It's all about a hot goal. If he's feeling it, he could be feeling it for a season, that man. You have no idea. easily be an NHL record at 9-4-9-2. How, they, how they rest him. It's it's not necessarily. The numbers the numbers aren't necessarily it when it comes to goalie. It's are they making the opportune save and, and when you need it? And can he continue to do that? But I hate when people say, but their goalie, well, their goalie, their goalie, this, their goalie's out of his ass right now. Their goalie standing on his head. He's part of the team. In he's part of the team. And a goalie can win you games. So yeah. a goalie that's making a 949 save percentage coming off a 905. Maybe they're eating pucks. Maybe they're eating pucks. Maybe they're absolutely buzzing in front of him. But he's had he's had good like 
playoff runs. He's had good good uh, uh, end of the season runs a couple years ago. He had a really hot run. Shots against, 34.25 shots against the game. They ain't eating shit in front of him. So They're he's just good. And he's standing on his head. No, he's hot right now. Well, and he's going to come. I'm not but saying, that's what I'm saying. How long like, could he stay hot? I like Carter hot, but he's going to come down to earth. He might even have a career Vesna year, and let's say he does. That nine four nine is coming down to a nine two nine. It's well, yeah, it's coming down. There. No, it's coming down. But I don't look at the numbers that Philly much. Loses I'm not. To I'm not Tampa worried about his numbers. Like if you go look but at they all, didn't. But they lose without Carter Hart. I hate when you say that though. I hate when people say, "Oh, but if they yeah, don't Carter, have that goalie, but they do have that Carter goalie." Hart played one notch down. Tampa wins that game, but he didn't, and they have him. It's the same thing about Vassy. Oh, if they didn't have Vassy, but they did. But he but is wearing a he's but the, he's wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey. Carter Hart is wearing a Philadelphia Flyer jersey. He is part of the Philadelphia Flyers, and they're still doing it. Oh, he's just now got hurt. Wait for him to come back. No, no way for him. Yeah, gonna fall off a ledge. You can hold this to this. Philly's not doing it. Philly towards babe. Gotcha. I just painted my fucking face orange and black and fucking sprayed my hair orange for Philly. We gotta share that. We gotta we gotta share that pic already out there on the cue the dagger at the Twitter. For for the home you wait, Allison. But I'm sorry. Wait, get on the pod, you bum. Yeah, get on the pod. Philly's a team that's on the uprise. They're young. They're going to get better. They're not this good. And if I had to pick that out of Washington, I'm picking Washington. Like, Carter Hart's done a fantastic job. Philly's got good coaching. they got good players. They're on the right track, but they're kind of in the Blackhawks realm. Doesn't make me mad. Washington being in does not make me mad. Pierre Laviolette. Get in the playoffs, baby. Get the boys in there. And I wouldn't be mad if New York New York's gonna end up with a wild card. I wouldn't mind if they just took a wild card. But some I, uh, I think New York jumps. I think it's gonna up. stand. What do you think of New Jersey early? Because I call I, I kind of said it. Now I'm I'm gonna say I called it. So hopefully they turn it around because I want everyone to do great. But uh I they're just I don't think this is their year. I think next year, yes. I think next year they're gonna be silly to 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 play against. You're gonna hate it. But I don't think this is their year. Um, I think they're three and three, and Jack Hughes only has three points. I think Jesper Fratt's been unreal. Um, Plot's been okay. Dawson Mercer's been okay. Sharon Govich, I think that's how you pronounce it, it's been okay. Um, but I think that they've kind of been close to what I've expected. I think they're going to be a little bit better. I think they're going to improve. I think Jack Hughes gets up. Over 82 points this year and close to the 100 point range. That's just oh, me. so we're not confident about the 100 anymore. Uh, Are we not comfortable with the 100 anymore? I'll still stick with the 100. I'm not going to back out yet. Right. I just, I don't, I think that he's playing with Austin Mercer a lot. And I think the fact that he's playing with a rookie might drag him down points wise a lot. Not that it hurts because obviously that's best for them. Makes them both better. Run. Makes them both better. Yeah. yeah. So it's not the wrong thing. And it could change. It could change. I think it just hurts point production. Um, but it's fantasy fantasy people are pissed. Yeah, Other than yeah. that, you gotta you're not mad about it's it. It's obviously the best thing for New Jersey, though, in my opinion. So, but I think that you'll see that the Jesper Bratt and the Jack Ooh. Hughes will swap around a little bit on the points. We gotta do a little fantasy bit. Not this week, because I'm not in are you in a league? Yeah, yeah. I'm one on one. Yeah, I'm not in a league. Somebody, Chicago to Bernards. Somebody talked me into uh, football, and uh, I don't know a damn thing about it.
but I was thinking about getting in a rando league in NHL, but we should, we should definitely do a piece and uh, either help people win or help them drastically lose. Yeah. I mean, I could try. I'm not the best at it. Uh, I kind of just drafted. I'm a really good trier though. Players I like to watch to be honest, because, because I get to root for them and, that's always the best thing to do. But I mean, I, as far as I go, I got like Malkin, Point, Pedersen. Okay. Robinson. Uh, you're on the app right now. Look up this Shane Pinto kid and tell me what his points are because it got to be up there right now. Five goals, one assist in six games. Kid's got 23 NHL games total. 2019, first pick of the second round. Good old American boy from Franklin Square, New York. Always welcome on the pod. What's the fantasy points looking like? It's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite, uh, like you eat a puck or something. Fantasy points are going way up, right? You need those points. Get the ugly points. Well, and in our league, as far as our rankings go, is 91st on the season with 50.7 points. I mean, that's obviously pretty damn good considering where he's at. So he should be on someone's roster. Uh if he could keep this up, would you draft him? So here's my, it, that's, that's the stipulation. Would you take him? But so for me. If he was on your roster for the first six games, would he have been a good player on your team? I don't know how these points work. I don't know what you get points for, but would he get uh, like a good amount of he points? He would have outscored Patrick Kane, I believe, off my head. But to me, he definitely would have. I wouldn't drop Patrick Kane for him. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. We got to, we got to get some consistency from this kid, but, uh, I'm just curious, like, like if you got lucky and had him, like I had Hurdle somehow his first year when he got that four game that four goal night in his first game or something like that, and uh, might have been his second or third. But anyway, I ended up having him somehow because he snuck his way on, so I got major points. It was awesome. Um, I was just curious if you had this kid, would he have been a top goal getter? Because it's one of those side picks that you're like. Those Ottawa fans who saw him and are like, I'm taking him because I like him. And then they put him in the lineup. It's like when you play NHL with a buddy who you know, and you put him in your lineup and he's like a 67. But it's like, no, this is my guy. Kevin Reesop was the first one I did that with when he was in the queue. And on NHL. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I haven't played NHL since my brother's been on it. Um, But when Kev got on, I put Kevin in the net and he played off his ass the one game. So I kept him in the next game. He got absolutely shit pumped because he was like 60s. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. But poor look, got a good win for me. But um, so yeah, we we can jump off and back into the NHL from there. Circle back. We can move off from uh, New Jersey. Oh, Dallas Pavelski, another point getter. Uh, you were telling me about this one. Six games played, seven points, four goals, three assists. Come on. Just a Polish god right there. He just keeps it going, tips everything in, puts the puck in the net. He's 38 years old. Absolute legend. I wish he would pull down a Hawks jersey. Uh, I mean, it's, but it's, it's an it's honor the to watch same, him But Yeah, well, he's a legend, right? Oh, yeah. But it's exactly what we said about Dallas. Well, exactly what I said about Dallas was if they're older guys, if they're like old vets, can do what they – have in them and what they've done in the past and replicate and they all do it. Like your Pavelski was a question mark. Willie, can he do this? Can he have seven points in six games? Like the answer is yes. Can Jamie Benn do it? Can, can uh, Tyler you know, Sagan do it? Jamie Benn's still not doing it though. You got Tyler not doing Sagan it yet, but he does a lot away from it too. But like they have guys that can do it. If their guys can do it. Great. You've got Robinson up there. You've got hints up there. Uh, 
Marshman. Uh, like, yeah, so you've got Mar- these Mason guys. Marshman, rookie year. Does he really can keep this up? Seven points. Well, he's playing with guys know. who can, right? And that's the thing. You've got enough guys who can. You've got these old guys. Even if they're not putting up points, they are helping you in, and they're helping your young guys get points. If nothing else. That's another. You're gonna hate me again, Chase. Jake Ottinger. Nine five nine save percentage and Jake yeah. Andre those yes stuff. he's been proving yes it's a, it's the same thing so he has a sick playoff he comes in he says yeah I am the guy take that I am the guy give me the contract thanks for coming and look at him right now is that going to drop yeah because from what I hear that's a, a stupid number for goalies but um they're not real people uh so I don't really look much into their stats but. Can he do this? Yeah. Is he going to continue to do it? He's going to have his slumps probably. I mean, he's a young kid, but he can. And he's proven he can win in playoffs. He can get you wins in playoffs. Although they got knocked, right? But he proved himself. So you've got a goaltender that can do it. There's a big question mark for every team who makes a run. Do you have the goaltender to do it? The answer is yes. Do you have the old vets to do it? The answer is yes. Have they been there before? The answer is yes. Do you have the young guys to do it? The answer is yes. So could they do it? Yes. Are they going to fall off of this? Uh, what is it? First place uh, in their division um, in, in, the, in the central? More than likely, right? Colorado, St. Louis, I think are good. But them and St. Louis are going to be in a battle for that two spot. And and is Colorado going to get into the two spot? Maybe I see them picking it up and being the most consistent. But I can see Dallas doing this and and continuing to lock in a playoff spot early, and uh, <laughs> they have the guys to do it. I can see Dallas making the playoffs. I don't see them winning the division. I think that's a little wild. I think it's a Jade Ottinger effect. But you've you've been making excuses for players and coaching all night, and I get it. You're a players and coach kind of guy because you're a coach and you supply. But give me whatever your bullshit excuses for the Vancouver Canucks. Their bullshit ass start here. 05 and 2 looked absolutely terrible. JT Miller was on the ice for like the first eight goals against or whatever. They've just been horrendous. What do you think about them? Uh I I have no excuse. <laughs> there there is none. Uh when you're 05 and 1, I think they are. 05 and 2. Yeah, there, there's no excuse. Um Great, you got the two points. <laughs> uh I, I don't know if that's the message in the room, but they're just not getting it right. Like Patterson's a a point per game, but he's also a minus four. You've got Horvat, who's can you get down to JT Miller? Got six goals in seven games, is a minus two. You have JT Miller with five points, he's a minus five. So uh, I don't know. Are are they? What was that? A minus five points? Yeah, and I I hate to look into the plus minus so much. But it is early on, and it says a true statement of guys right Can now. You go over power play points for me, real quick, for JT Miller. Yeah, uh, there's no power play. Oh, there's two power play goals. So, three power play points. So three power play points. So if we add two to a five, that's seven goals against on the ice. Four through what is that? Five games. How many games? Yeah, well, seven? yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like, so they've they're they're. They're veteran heavy, but it really drops off after that. And um, can can they spin it around and play some more defense? I don't know. Are they going for the Bedard showcase? 
Are they? Are, what if they get Bedard? What if they get Bedard? They're too good. What Don't if they get Bedard? Yeah, there's no way. What if they? What if they're tanking? There's, they're not though. No. They they got to figure it out eventually, isn't it? Bruce Boudreaux there. Yeah, they'll fi- dude. They'll figure the it out. Man. Anytime any GM goes into the year and is like, "Hey, let me not give my coach an extension and give him a lame duck year," which is essentially like a "fuck you, you're not coming back." It doesn't work out. But but look at the, they're. I mean, they're giving up four goals a game. They're giving up four goals a game. Their goalies are letting up 3.7. No, I'm not. So, but I'm saying, so that's the team you average at. That's what the team is giving up. And that's not including empty netters. They're giving up four goals a game as a team. So that's an issue. Four goals should win you an NHL hockey game. And that's the same thing I tell my goalies, but it reflects to the team. If we can keep a team to less than two goals, you should win a hockey game. Your offensive power should win a hockey game. But when you're giving up four, that's not a chance to win. You're giving yourself minimal chance to win and the odds significantly go against you. So you guys need to play a little more defense and lock it in a touch, but I think they will. I think it's just a slow start. You have teams that do it. The question is, does this haunt them and they go negative locker room or do they all say, hey, we had a shit start. Let's let's get this thing on the tracks. We're all better than this. Let's be better than this. I think they do. They've got the vets there to do it. Let me sum this up. Thatcher Demko has been asked to start the season. Yes, but again, they do have a goalie that can do it. So if he gets hot at the right time, like these early teams are doing, right? In the first games, they're getting hot. Well, can they get hot when it matters? And can they get hot for a longer duration? Thatcher Demko can. So... Like I said, it's really doable. I don't worry too much about it, but it's not an acceptable start. Like, coach is, is having some some fuck you matches in the locker room and letting guys know, like, he's MFing guys. He's got to be of, like, yo, this is not good enough. I don't know if Booster Joe's MFing anybody. He might be too busy getting some barbecue chicken sauce on a shirt. But... Well, it's tough to MF guys whenever they're, like, get the fucking barbecue sauce off your shirt and then talk to me because he kind of gets sewered then, right? Like Definitely tough. Get the mustard off your tie and then come talk to me. But we'll uh, we'll circle into the end here, Chase. Give me a few uh, surprising teams, maybe one or two, and a player or two that have really stood out to you. Yeah, I'll I'll run through this quick. We're going Pacific. Vegas Golden Knights, shocked of the hot start they have. They do have a game or two in hand on second and third Calgary Edmonton who are not shocking Seattle good start but that bottom half not impressive uh like you said Vancouver dug themselves a hole so um I don't see that changing much I think those uh top three are gonna be your top three unless Vegas kind of uh or excuse me LA uh gets trains on the tracks um but Vegas shocked me uh um they have the talent, so not crazy shocking, but shocking. Hot start. Uh, Dallas, Colorado, St. Louis, Chicago. Chicago is obviously the surprise. You expected them to be down uh, where Arizona, Minnesota is. Um, I think Minnesota will figure it out, so I think they'll bump. Uh, a little shocked that Nashville's not doing better. And Winnipeg, maybe the locker room mix-up needed to happen. Maybe there were guys on the team that thought it needed to happen. So they're right where you kind of thought they would be. Um, let's go to the Atlantic Boston. 
not a shocker. If they're like we said, if their vets can get buzzing and their vets can do it, they should. They're going to be just fine. They're showing that Florida's the same. Buffalo, um, shock, shock. You kind of thought that this was a year or two away. So if they can continue this, you're shocked. If they drop off, you're not really shocked at all. Detroit, Blondie, babe, my guy, uh, Derek Lalonde. Uh, Newsy, they call him just getting it done in Detroit. Not shocked. He had like the biggest turnaround in the East coast. Uh, he's got, he had the record of like the, the biggest turnaround from taking a team from where they were to the next season, them being good. So I'm not shocked. Uh, big time players coach. They're hanging on right now. I think they can, if they can keep this up, they're going to fight for a wild card spot. Um, and, and be in that mix at the end, but I think Toronto's going to turn it on. That's a shock Tampa. Uh, I'm not necessarily shocked. Um, they're good. They're going to get hot. They're probably going to make playoffs. I don't see them going as deep, but they're a good team so they could get there. But I see Toronto really turning that around Ottawa right on track. I think they're going to be this way the whole season through. They're they're gonna they're gonna win four out of six, five out of six, and, and be fine. I really like watching their team play. They got really exciting this year with the guys they brought in. And then you go to the uh, Metro, which we got to talk about earlier. But Pittsburgh just didn't know if they could do it, and they can do it. So that's great. Carolina, not shocked. Philly, torts effect. I'm not shocked. Cliffy, I know you are. Washington, like I said before, they have all the tools. They have the coaching. If they can buy in to lobby and everybody you know, is on the same page, they all have one thing in common with the way they're going to play the game, and that's what the coach is saying. So if they all buy into that, they're going to be just fine. When one guy goes off and says, no, I'm going to do my own thing, that's one one break in the link, and, and it's going to hurt. So if they can – I think this is great for them. It's a hot start. It proves to them, hey, let's all just buy in and let's do this. It's working. They're going to stay on this path. I think they'll get more wins and losses. Uh, Rangers, I expect to make a jump. Um, Philly or Washington, I hope, don't fall out. I think they'll be a wild card – um, and New Jersey is right on what I thought they would be. I think they're going to be a 500 team, give or take. They'll get above 500, but not not crazy high above it. Islanders shocked people, I think. But like I said, and I said it, I think I had the Islanders in the bottom. Uh, no, I had New Jersey in the bottom. But uh, Columbus, that Goudreau effect does a lot for the building, does a lot for the locker room. Does It shows everyone we're here to win. We want to win. So now the guys have a new mindset. We are here to win. We have we have a tool that can help us. And I think the city sees it as, hey, this organization wants to win. They're proving it. They're paying big money to a big-time player and saying, no, we want to be a good hockey team. We want to contend. We want to be winners here. And uh, I think uh, it goes a long way, for sure. It's gotten a little ninth-worst team in the Eastern Conference. Good job, Columbus. Um, as far as that goes for me, I'm uh, sorry, Columbus. I didn't mean to do you that dirty. It's just it was set up too good. Not ready yet. They're not ready yet. Um, it, it, they're they're a year away, yeah. two years. But the deadline's gonna be big for them. They have the opportunity to make moves. What they do, they've proven. Hey, our roster is changing. 
So do they stick to that this year and pick up our commodities and, and do well with scouting and have good drafts and, and, and bigger have good prospects that they can trade for or see guys in other programs that they may have missed or guys they did have their eyes on that ended up somewhere else to get them back in their program. Cause they know they're going to be studs. Uh, they can do it. So I'm excited for them the next uh, two years. They're, they're going to be, they're going to be fun. Yeah. So as far as I got, as far as um, any surprises or not, Dallas is a little bit of a surprise, but not really. It's just a hot goalie in my opinion. I know Chase hates that. He can get a fuck over. But not a surprise. Not a surprise. Hot goalie, pretty surprising. Chicago's pretty surprising, but I think that's just a lot of shorthanded goals and kind of a few lucky bounces, some hard work, and some grinding. I think they'll come back down to earth. I think you'll see they'll lose those games more times than they'll win them. The hard work is nice to see. It's fantastic. I love Luke Richardson. I'm very happy with the Blackhawks so far. Uh, Vancouver's super surprising in my opinion. I just can't believe they haven't won. They're just kind of really remind me of last like I said, they, they they can do it, right? They can come in. Uh, they, they, I, they I think back. you're I think you're bearing yourself too far. You watched it with last year's Blackhawks. I don't think Vancouver makes the playoffs. I don't no, think I don't Vancouver. either. Vancouver, I, I think either. you've already stuck yourself in a hole. That's just my yeah. opinion. I don't think they're getting out of it, but I do think they'll jump in that in that in that conference. Um as far as anything else really in the West, I don't think so. There's nothing much really to touch on there. I mean, maybe the Sharks because they hadn't won a game in forever, but then they've won a couple in the last few. So in the Eastern Conference, Boston is oh, Sharks pretty surprising because of all their injuries and whatnot. David Krejci coming back, though, really helps them, and that might be kind of like the piece that they're missing. They might have just gotten some lucky games. We'll see if they can continue that. I don't, don't hate, don't mind their game. I think the Panthers are – Playing better than most people expected to start the year, but are playing about as good as they expected when they rounded out. So who knows? Maybe the Panthers are a better team than most people expect with their upgrades with Kachuk and their losses of Jonathan Huberdeau and um, Mackenzie Weger. Buffalo's being Buffalo. I'm not going to torch you or not torch you, Buffalo. I'm going to let you guys ride and die with your team. I'll come back and circle back to your 4 and one start. Pittsburgh's a little surprising to me, but not too much. It'd be Philly, and Philly was down in, like, every game that came back and won. It's just hot goaltending, and it's, it's again, the quote-unquote towards effect where they're working their ass off. Um, guys like Wade Allison are scoring goals and working their dick off on a nightly basis, so when you have players like that, it'll pay off and work out for wins. So that helps out. Um, but yeah, I don't really have too many surprises. I'm not surprised by Tampa. I think that they're going to be kind of, uh, you know, three. Are you shocked with the Islanders? That, that's the only other team that I would say I'm a little shocked at the Islanders. Yeah, you, I mean, you thought they were going to be up there, right? Like, I think they saw it. It's chance. still early, man. The, the, all this could change respond, big time. For sure. It's just. When you see a team that struggled the previous year in kind of a similar fashion, it's it's tough. You get goaltending from them, and it's okay from Falarmov. Sorokin's been a little meh. It's it's just tough when you're kind of looking at everything and you're breaking it down, and it it just feels like a repeat from a previous year, you know. Honors Lee's having a good year, Barzell. But I mean, like, uh, so I went I went to like the Islanders game. Lee is is fun to watch. Is he? Yeah, he's fun to watch, man. That guy's he's just a hockey player. He's an absolute hockey player. He's he's fun. Sorokin was solid too. Like he he's gonna be really good. 
Barzell's minus four, though. I don't think that'll expect. He got paid. I mean, he still had a point per game, though, which is good for him. Yeah, the, the minuses, it, it, I don't look too far into it because if you're on the ice for an empty net, right, if you're on the ice for every time you pull the goalie because you're a goal scorer and they score, it goes against you. So yeah. I don't look crazy into it. It is still early. Some guys, it, it reflects pretty well if you look deep enough into the minutes they play and all that. But in the same breath, you gotta you gotta be helping us win, right? And if your goals are going in against you, it's not quite helping us. So yeah. so I mean I'm not too surprised. Um I guess we'll finish off on a game prediction for tonight's Blackhawks game, which will already be played when this comes out. And oh yeah, you said Blackhawks game. You said uh Panthers five two. I don't think yep. I answered that. So what is your prediction versus the Florida Panthers? In Chicago, man, I have this crazy feeling, and I bet the line is heavy. You could win some money on the Blackhawks. Uh, Is this when – when did Florida play last, I guess is my question. Did did they have to travel out there? Is this their first game on a travel? Is this – like that goes big, right? If I'm like – like looking at betting-wise, that's what I kind of look into. Like you have to. Who's the goalie? How's the travel? Same rest as the Hawks. All right. uh, Let's say um, Chicago, they may have went out for one, had a little bit of a time. Um, Let's say Florida 4-3. And I wouldn't be shocked if Chicago did it four three at home, but Florida four to three regulation open net off the post. And then we'll also go ahead and predict the Edmonton game on Thursday night, eight thirty. Edmonton in Chicago. I have the Blackhawks losing six to three to Edmonton in that game. Yeah, I think that one might get a little uglier. Five one. Five one. All right. Anything else you got for me, Chase? No. Uh, if you bet my predictions. Um, Venmo CBAF20 CBOF20. Uh, little tip that'd be great. Send but your I also, for money too. He will pay you back if it doesn't hit. I also, uh, I will not, not really. do that. Um, but I also shoot from the hip and have good feelings. So, are the feelings in touch with reality? I don't know. So, good luck on those bets. If you win, CBOF20, thanks for coming. Thank you for listening to Cue the Dagger, and Chase has absolutely no feeling in his hands. Have a good night. Yeah, later.